Welcome to The Authority of Love. My name is Greg Williams, and I want to thank you again for joining us on the broadcast. Now, wow, if, if you missed yesterday's Wednesday for Women episode with Adia Wushner, you're going to want to go back and check it out and share it to inform and encourage others along the lines of these cultural battles that we're in. She does a great job of stating the issues and the problems in our culture and their impact on all of us, essentially, but especially on the fairer sex, our women. And she does it from a biblical worldview and foundation. If you missed it or want to listen to it again or share it with others, you can find these and many others at loveandlordship.com. That's loveandlordship.com. It's our website, the ministry. Uh, you look at the read, listen, and watch tabs, and you'll find articles, uh, podcasts, and videos. Not only these with the Authority of Love broadcast, but you'll find many others there. I'd love to know what you think about them. And if you see them as being of the Lord and helping you or someone you can encourage, please share them. Thank you for doing that. If you have any comments or questions, please send those to me at loveandlordship at gmail.com. That's loveandlordship at gmail.com. Love to hear from you, and thanks for all those that I've been hearing from and that we have the opportunity to uh, dialogue with back and forth, even with those that disagree. Uh, that's good, I think. It, it's, uh, you know, there's room for that, and now we want to make sure that we, we land on the solid ground of God's truth, but there's certainly room for that even within that, the, the word from time to time, that we can have slightly different interpretations, but uh, we, we all learn when we're willing to share that and challenge and encourage one another. Uh, let me just restate the obvious with this week's focus on discipleship, service, and sacrifice, that while these devos and I pray the messages that I'm sharing are good because they are in line with God's word, it's not easy. Remember, Jesus ran into the same thing with his disciples as so often our own flesh and fears and the culture are used by the enemy to pull us away from determining to serve and delighting in sacrifice with a spiritual tenacity that comes from a heart sold out to Christ. Many things it causes us to question or actually not engage when we should be. We can do many things in our flesh, but God's word tells us that our hearts are deceived and corrupt above all things. And who can know it? Jeremiah 17, 9. And that's because of the sin and that we cannot overcome on our own. Fleshly service will always demand something from others whereas godly service, sacrifice, and leadership never does. It simply does so out of love and an overflow of his spirit in and through us and leaves the results and the fruit to him. Today we're going to wrap up the teaching portion of the week because again tomorrow's a Friday, so we have a Family Foundation Friday with David Walls. We're going to ramp it up another level. You might be thinking or saying to yourself, does it ever stop? Does it ever get any easier? Well, according to God's word, through Peter and Paul in particular, it may very well not get easier. But the serving and the sacrifice, the pain and the struggles out of an overflow of God's love through us in Christ and the Holy Spirit far outweigh, I'm sorry, are far outweighed by the glory that he has waiting for us that we will share in with him. Go read 1 Peter 4, 12 through 19, where Peter talks about this very thing and why we shouldn't be surprised when we're facing the sufferings and the struggles. And Paul says, literally says the same thing I just said, that, that the, the glory that we're going to share in far outshines the suffering that we have to put up with now. Now, 
I've got to ask this. How's that for an encouraging intro? Well, stick with us. I know you'll be blessed as you continue to strive to walk as Christ's disciples according to his word and example and move away from the churchianity models that we hear so much of today. So taking it a step further, the title of today's Devo is The Destitution of Service. We're following right along these days from the 23rd, 22nd uh, was on Monday, the 23rd and 24th was Tuesday, and today, Thursday, we're in February 25th in the Devo, the print edition, or at myutmost.org. I give you those for those who are following along or for those who might want to because we don't hit every day. So you can go back and read more of these, maybe use them as part of your devotion, and be sure to dive deeper into the Word as you do so. Now, So let me state that title once again, The Destitution of Service. Doesn't that tasty little title want to make you run out and serve the Lord and others? Serving that leads to and or comes from destitution? Let's see what we can learn and apply to our discipleship walk with and in Christ. Paul says in 2 Corinthians 12, 15, uh, the end of the, well, the, the, the last letter, I think he actually wrote three for sure and maybe four. We have two of them in the canon of Scripture. But near the end of the second one in Scripture, chapter 12, verse 15, he says, Though the more abundantly I love you, the less I am loved. How many of us know this kind of love? The kind that Jesus gave and gives to us. The kind that expects nothing in return but simply is self-giving for the sake of others. You're moved by love itself to give and serve and help others. You might be saying, that's, that's not love. Well, according to God's word and Christ's life and the example of Paul and Peter and the disciples who walked with him or it was revealed to him in Paul's case, supernaturally, that's exactly what it is. And yet you're asking that question maybe because we preach sermons and teach on Scripture allowing many to believe their own and the culture's idea of love flowing from our own fleshly nature. And that's what it's all about. Chambers, in line with Scripture, puts that rest to rest immediately. Remember the text, though the more abundantly I love you, the less I am loved. He says, natural love expects some return. But Paul says, I do not care whether you love me or not. I am willing to destitute myself completely, not merely for your sakes, but that I may get you to God. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor. Paul's idea of service is exactly along that line, the same line that Jesus Christ took. I do not care with what extravagance I spend myself, and I will do it gladly. It was literally a joyful thing for Paul. Destitution of service was a joy. He was simply following Christ's example, and we are called to do the same and do it with joy and gratitude just like Jesus and Paul and other disciples did. Chambers goes on to say this, the ecclesiastical, or let me, let me say this, or the churchianity, church and clergy, teaching and programs of today, as we, that's what we call in our book, Churchianity, right? The ecclesiastical idea of a servant of God is not Jesus Christ's idea. Isn't that interesting? We've come up with church as something that is not in line with what Jesus taught and modeled. In other words, what we've made it in our churches today is not in line with his teachings and how he modeled love and service. His idea is that we serve him 
by being the servants of other men. Jesus Christ out-socialist the socialist. But remember, his service is never forced upon others, as is the way of communism and socialism. The latter, communism and socialism, enslaves people. The former, Christ's idea of love and serving, sets them free. He says that in his kingdom, he that is greatest shall be the servant of all. The real test of the saint is not preaching the gospel, but washing disciples' feet. That is doing the things that do not count in the actual estimate of men, but count everything in the estimate of God. Which are you and I doing? And even more importantly, what is our heart set on when we actually do serve? Paul delighted to spend himself out of God's interest in other people. And he did not care what it cost. We come in with our economical notion. Suppose God wants me to go there. What about the salary? What about the climate? How shall I be looked after? A man must consider these things. All that is an indication that we are serving God with a reserve. And I ask you, and I ask myself the same question. What's your reserve? What's, what am I considering as a reserve? The Apostle Paul, like Christ, had no reserve. Paul focuses Jesus Christ's idea of a New Testament saint in his life. In other words, not one who proclaims the gospel merely, but one who becomes broken bread and poured out wines, wine in the hands of Jesus Christ for other lives. Are you willing to allow God to break you so you can be the bread of life, which is Christ to them? Are you willing to be crushed by God's hands and those he places in your life so that you can be wine that is poured out to nurture and nourish others in him? This is what we're called to be and to do according to his word. Is this what your church is explaining and teaching? Is there any discipleship going on along these lines? We must be sold out to Jesus Christ above all else, wholeheartedly dying to self and allowing him to live through us. Go read Luke 14, 25 through 35. That's Jesus' definition of discipleship and what it means to walk with him as Lord. This is our food for thought as we wrap up today and this week's teaching segments. Do you simply attend regularly, give some money, and then serve from time to time in your church? Please continue, but remember that this must become an overflow of all that Christ means to you and all that he is in and through you. If you're serving out of your flesh with a little time for him, time in the word, time in prayer, getting to know him, or with a reserve because it may cost too much, ask him to show you what his kind of destitute service actually looks like. I promise you, it will, he will point you to his cross. And then ask him what it will take for him to get you there. Your eternal life and the eternal life of those that he may touch through you is at stake. Here's our love in action. Spend time with God in his word, prayer, and listening every day. Begin with the scriptures in this message. They're powerful. Go back and look at them. Number two, while you're doing that, ask the Holy Spirit to teach you. Number three, seriously consider whether your service would continue for Christ and others if it cost you something you held dear. And then think about what that might be. Ask the Lord to show you how you can serve even to the point of destitution 
so that he is glorified and others come to know him as Savior and Lord. Four, maybe you've already been walking this path of godly love and destitute service and sacrifice that flows from it. If so, then you're likely also doing the following. But here's number four. How can you then disciple others to understand this kind of discipleship, service, and sacrifice and be a disciple of Christ for his glory? Tomorrow we wrap up, as always, on Friday with Family Foundation Friday and our good friend David Walls, Executive Director of the Family Foundation here in Kentucky. You don't want to miss the legislative updates as we're in the middle of the session and how the Family Foundation is standing strong and encouraging others to do the same from a biblical worldview. See, the gospel is holistic. It's not just about Jesus saving us. It has the character, the principles, and the commands that teach us how to live it out in every part of our lives. And when we ignore that, we're missing a big part of the gospel and what he's called us to. Join us and invite your family, friends, loved ones, and enemies to do the same. Uh, so we can all hear this and continue to grow, not only with Christ as Savior, but with Him as Lord. Check out our website, loveandlordship.com. You'll find the book there in the center of the homepage, a little icon. If you'd like that, you can give in the upper right corner. There's a Give tab. It takes a minute or so. You could do it one time or ongoing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. For those that do and those who are considering, thanks for your prayers as well. And remember this, all donations are fully tax deductible. I hope you've enjoyed this week. I hope you've been challenged by it and you will continue to walk in this and help others do the same. And finally, if we're not the one that God is calling you to give to, keep praying until he shows you who that is and then be willing to follow through. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for your prayers. Thanks always to the Lord. Make it a great day and God bless in Christ. Stay tuned for Greg Horn and Hope is here at 1245. I'm Greg Williams and you're listening to The Authority of Love.